Welcome to Success Unlimited with America's success thought leaders, Tim and Tom Simmons. This podcast is dedicated to exploring the journeys of thought leaders, business leaders, authors, speakers, podcasters, and various individuals' journeys to success and the challenges they had to overcome along the way. We are very thankful that you decided to listen in to our podcast. Like and subscribe to Success Unlimited's podcasts and socials to receive updates when new episodes are released. Do you have an idea of who you'd like to hear? Let us know by commenting on our socials or by emailing info at mymentorhq.co. Now, we hope you enjoy this episode of Success Unlimited. All right, this is Tom Simmons with Success Unlimited Podcast. Um, and with us today, we have Daniel Gomez. He's an award-winning keynote speaker, business coach, executive coach, corporate trainer, and podcast of the year recipient. Uh, welcome, Daniel. Thank you so much for your time and being on our show. Um, I would like to, for you to kind of kick things off and tell us about your background and uh, tell us who you are. Well, Tom, first of all, thank you for having me on this amazing show. I'm, I'm honored to be here with Success Unlimited and add value to your audience. And Daniel Gomez, who's Daniel Gomez Inspires? I, I changed my name along the way. When I first introduced myself, I was Daniel Gomez. And then I, when we hired this, uh, this firm, they said, well, you need to put something else to your name. Call yourself Daniel <laughs> Gomez Inspires. And I'm like, it didn't go well at first. I would, this is what I would say, Tom. So that way you know the real me, right? I'm real and genuine. This is Daniel Gomez with Daniel Gomez Inspires. And I said that probably like for a month or so. I said, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> So now I introduce myself. This is Daniel Gomez Inspires. And who's Daniel Gomez Inspires? I love people. I love helping people because as I travel around the world, Tom, and speak to thousands and hundreds of thousands of people, I've shared the stage live with Les Brown, Tom Bilyeu, John Maxwell, some other prominent, amazing speakers. And the truth is I realize that most people, over 90% of people undervalue themselves. So what I love to do most in my business through our speaking, through our coaching, through our training through our books that we put out there is help people realize that they're more valuable than what they perceive themselves to be. And what I realized is most business owners, most leadership, they have the wrong concept of who they really are. So me and my organization, we help people to really untap that true potential that they have inside of them to realize that there's another level inside of them in life. And there's another level inside of them in business. And I do it from a heartfelt place where, because a lot of the stuff that I teach Tom, <laughs> I've lived it, man. And I'm just a real guy. I've had money. I've had success. I've lost titles. I've lost positions. And, but the one thing I realized, no matter, even when we paid off our house, what was a big goal for me when I was younger. Wow. I realized that paying off my house made me lazy. So I just, I've learned from who, and what I went through. And right. when I say who, right, because in different seasons, I'm a different Daniel. And now on this side of the, on this side of the, of, of the tipping point, I'm like stronger, better, wiser, but I realize that I'm more compassionate now because people need to understand that there's good people out there. So that's, that's, that's who I am. <laughs> so what, what is, when you say people have a wrong concept of who they are, what do you mean by that? Uh, so there's got to be something more to that. Um, you're talking about their personality, how they're perceived. Well, what's the concept you have of yourself? I think everybody should write that question down right now, right? Write that question down. What 
is the concept you have of yourself. And, and, and many times in life, what happens is, is there was a, a time in our life where we wish we could take that moment back. And mm -hmm. maybe we can't. Many times we can't. I've had that moment. And the problem is, with, is, when, is, is when you go back to that moment is that mistake, that failure. We believe that that failure and that mistake is bigger than what we deserve. And because we believe that that failure and that mistake, it defines the concept of how we see ourselves and who we are. And in return, it blocks all that future business, all that future next level of success, because we don't believe we deserve it because we believe that greater was a mistake and greater was a failure. So in return, the self-concept we have of ourselves, it's not reality. It's based on the failure, the mistake that we went through and everybody has them. It's like, you got to have a short-term memory when it comes to failures, learn from them, but don't dwell on them, learn it, absorb it, take the lessons, move past them. And really the biggest challenge that, that I think a lot of people, and maybe this is one way to sum it up. That, 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 see, see, so, so I want to go deeper on that though. Yeah. That's true to what you're saying, but, but what do you do for someone who's gone through a divorce? You can't just move on like that. No, I, I'm, I'm just being honest, right? No, no, yeah. So that long term, it's a life changing event. Or like my wife, my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer. It just didn't go away in a, in a year. I mean, right. so what you're saying, we say that quickly because we want to, yeah, let's go business. No, no, no. That's the mistake we make because we don't go deeper. In, in business, okay. you got to start going deeper to go higher. And, and I've, I've coached so many executive business owners that are millionaires, multimillionaires. And, and the problem is they've gone so high in success, but they never really took the time to go deeper into what is at the core of, of what is what, what's there that's that's clogged up. What 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 is causing me to feel this way? Why do I need Daniel? I asked this one guy one time, said, man, why did you hire me? And I because I wanted to know. I was like, <laughs> right. You have the mansion. You have the 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 car that I don't have. The Lamborghini. Like, why did you hire me? I mean, right. I, I wanted to know. He goes, I don't know, man. You have something that I need, and I've been watching you. And it turned out to be a spiritual element of, of a deeper understanding of just a lot of unforgiveness. There's there's so many men out there that have unforgiveness towards themselves that they carry the shame, they carry the guilt, they carry the regret. And there's women out there too. I I, I lean more on the men's side as far as when we deal with that type of coaching, but it's it's a reality that many men never many they never face and they wonder why they're drinking alcohol they wonder why they're having affairs women too they wonder why they're spending all this money on shopping speeds because they're trying to fill that void that right. shame and they never go to the root cause of it and it's 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 it happens more in business than you realize that's what really you made a you made a you, you made a true stat right within five years 90 percent of businesses that start are out of business why right. because they never go deeper tom I think there's a there's got to be an alignment of uh, this maybe a bit cliche-ish, but God, family, self, and there are certain values that everybody has for their business, but I think a lot of folks fall short of defining their personal values and their family as a leadership uh, values that they leadership they values uh, that they provide to their family. Um, and so is that kind of what you do to, to help folks through and, and identify uh, the challenges that they face and identify some of the failures that they face and how to dig inwardly and, and bring that stuff up the surface so they can properly process it? 
So, so when I do my executive coaching, I do a lot of that one-on-one -on -one because really executive coaching is just life coaching with a higher title, right? If you want to be honest with it. And, and a lot of executives, they, they don't, they don't have anybody to talk to. <laughs> so think about it all day, every day. You will just say you've been at the high level executive for 10, 15 years, maybe 20 years. So for 10 years, you've suppressed those emotions, right? You, you swept them under the carpet. Like I talk about in my book, right? You sweep it under the carpet. And you never deal with it. And we think, oh, it's going to go away, right? It's going to, it's going to float away. Well, what happens is it doesn't think about a drain. You know, you and I are both married. Think about your, our wife. We love our wives, but right. sooner or later that, that drain in that shower gets clogged up. Why? Because weeks and weeks and weeks of their hair going into the clog, it's going to clog up soon, sooner or later. Right. And that's exactly what happens with a lot of human beings, emotions, when they're in those levels, men and women that, they, they don't have that. They don't, they, they don't have a release valve. So they suppress this because right. Hey, if you're the, if you're, if, if you're the CEO or if you're the CFO, who can I trust? Who can I talk to? There's no outlet because you don't want to talk to your employees because that's the worst thing you could do. So now you're, you're, you're harboring all these things inside of you and it's just, it's not healthy. So that's, so true. there's so many aspects that, that I go in and do coaching, but when it's that, when that's top level executive, it's really just, sometimes they just need an outlet and a soundboard and, and sometimes I give them ideas, right? I, I'm an award-winning business coach. I understand business. I've had a hundred employees myself. I know what it's like to be on the, un, un, under the gun, having a brick and mortar, right? I, I think it, it, it appalls me sometimes how when you listen to some of these people that are business owners and I'm like, you don't have any problems. Like you, your business is, it, it's a business, but your business is online or you don't even, when you have a brick and mortar, a real business and you got to answer or be responsible for hundred employees. Like now you're talking about, Oh crap. Like stuff got real. <laughs> a lot of these stuff. Oh man, my funnel's not working. Or this is like, that's minute, right? What are you doing when, when, when sales are down and you got to feed your employees, right? You got to feed All them. Hours. You got to feed them hours. Cause they need hours. You can't just, Hey guys, it doesn't work that way. No. So, so I've lived through all that. So uh, what, what I love to do is really just when I walk into any business or I work with any organization, it's, I always do an assessment up front and there has to be an assessment because if you walk in there and not doing the assessment, you have no idea what's going on, what do you need to fix and what's the renewed re result they want. And I think so many young coaches who say they're coaches, right? 17 on Instagram. I'm a coach. They've never had the experience. If you've never lived through what you're going through, what you're coaching on, I think it just, it, it hinders you. And I mean, it's, it's, it's something that I really enjoy because I love people. But I never realized how much people like going back to my beginning that people undervalue themselves and are just never dealt with the deeper stuff, Tom. So you brought up your, your book. I want to get into that, but I also want to touch on something different. Most entrepreneurs, when it comes to relationships, usually you don't have a couple starting a business. Usually it's one spouse or the other, right? Yes. And that becomes their pursuit of, of passion. And their reasons, their heart might be right. I'm going to go provide for the family. I'm going to go and work to pursue a passion. That passion becomes a job. They're working, you know, there's a saying that uh, entrepreneurs are the only people that work 80 hours to avoid working 40. And 80 hours is a good week for most entrepreneurs. But there's a there's a element in the relationship between a, a, the spouses that one spouse, when they're giving all their energy, their time, their attention to the new business or their business, the spouse feels left out. And in some cases, it has they go through the same emotional 
effects of if their spouse was having an affair. Uh, there's a book that uh, my wife and I read together is for better or for work by Meg. I can't remember her last name, but he brought up the book and it touched on the, the spouse and relationships and business. And it just made me think of that. But you also wrote a book and it was, uh, what is the title of your books? It made the makings of a millionaire mind. Yeah. The makings of a millionaire mind. But, but I want to answer your question though. Uh, it's easy. It's easy when you're intentional, right? In my book, I talk about being intentional a lot. Because yeah. you have to be intentional in life and businesses. You can't be a million dollar business owner, right? You can't be a, a, a million dollar business owner, a seven figure business owner and be a five figure husband or wife. And what you're saying, oh, that's good. That's the problem with what you just said, right? They, 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 they want a seven figure business. Maybe they have a seven figure business, but they're a five figure husband or wife. And, and one thing that I've learned is, is you can't come home and vomit all over your husband vomit all over your wife right. and that's what most people do because i i can say that because in sales it's um that's what many young inexperienced sales professionals or not even sales professionals because sales professionals can handle themselves better sales people they go home and they throw up all over themselves and their family and they wonder why their wife or their husband doesn't support them and when my son called me last february he goes dad I don't want to be a teacher anymore. I was like, okay. He goes, what do you think? And I told him, it's not my decision to make son. I said, it's your decision to make. Right. And he tried to put it on me. I said, I'm not going to make that decision. He goes, great. Smart. <laughs> I'm not going to be a, I'm not going to be a teacher. I said, final answer. Two days later, he goes, yes, dad, I'm, I, I made my decision. I go, son, I don't care. Whatever you do, just walk the stage and get your degree. Cause half the people that have a degree, they don't even use it. So that was the agreement we had. So then I asked him, I said, so why do you want to, what happened? Like you were, you wanted to be a band director. You've been in band. You've been doing this. He goes, well, I just see the success you and mom have and making mm -hmm. $50,000, $60,000 a year is not going to do that. But this is the, but this is the main thing that really surprised me. He goes, I think I want to go sell cars, dad. I was like, what? Like, that's well, what I did. Yeah. That's what I did for 20 years. I was in a car business for 20 years, oh, wow. but I, but I never went home. And I never said the car business sucks after right. car business. I always went home and said the Corvette we have is because of the car business. The fact that we're in Hawaii is because of the car business. Right. The life that we live is because of the car business. So his association with sales was everything that we've done as a family has been successful because of the car business. So right. his association to sales was sales is good. Right. But the problem we have with going back to the original statement you made was when we start business, we go through the growth spurt that everybody, everybody's going to go through the fire as soon as you start. I mean, I don't care who you are, you're going to be tested. And as you're being tested, now we take that frustration out on our husband, on our wife, and then we still expect them to support our business. It doesn't work that way, right? You, you, nope. you can't treat your potential. I can't treat, if, if you're a potential prospect, Tom, I can't treat you better than I treat my wife. I get home and I'm yelling at her and she's like, what did I do? But it's the frustration that... <laughs> The business isn't going the way you want it. And right. that's the problem with so many young aspiring entrepreneurs and even current ones that have been in business for three to four years. I've seen it because they take all that home and then they wonder why their husband or wife doesn't want to celebrate them in business. So true. You touched on a, a topic we could probably spend hours and hours unpacking. Um, I can't tell you how many people I know in business that it has strained their relationship 
to the point of breaking and it has broken a lot of marriages. Um, but what you, I have a saying, my 11 year old son, uh, seven year old is probably tired of now. What your mouth speaks, your ears hear and your mind believes. What you put out there and what you listen to, who you surround yourself with makes all the difference. Um, and it's, it's so true, but it, it's tough for a business owner or anyone who is a high level performing at a very high level in their career to consistently do. So how does somebody that is pursuing a career, a job, a business, how do they attain that level of success where they can successfully give a hundred hundred? You need a coach. I mean, I don't care who you are. You, you need a coach. You need a mentor. And I'm not saying a free mentor. You, you need someone who who can really guide you. And 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 people say this all the time. You got to hire somebody where to where you're going. I agree that right. And in certain aspects, it's true. But I, I was at an event with um, this young guy, real arrogant guy, as well. And he was basing off, and his coach told him this, which is a total BS, right? Well, I'm making I'm making six hundred fifty thousand a year, and, and you're not. So, what are you going to teach me? And it's like, right? And that was his, but he that became his belief system. And then he went up; his revenue grew up, and they did they they hit a million and plus. But hmm. two years later, they're gone because of that belief system. Because just because you're succeeding monetary monetarily, there's other pillars in your life that you're failing at miserably, and he couldn't see that, and he didn't want to see that. And, 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 and I, I share that with you because you need a coach. And even though I have reached a certain level of success, even right now, I just, I just signed up with, um, I've been working with the, with my coach, um, for the past six months now. And you know what? I, I need you for 2024 because right. I need that. Cause what, this is a, this is a mistake that we, 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 we fight so hard to get maybe your goal, whatever, whatever, whoever you're at listening to this amazing episode with, with with Tom and, and his amazing podcast is we strive to get to the first six figures. We strive to get to a quarter million. We strive to get to half a million. And then we finally hit six figures, which most businesses never hit, right? They never hit a million. I think, I think it's a true fact. 93% of entrepreneurs, 93%, 93% never hit $50,000 a year in revenue. True fact. Think about that. Oh my gosh. 93 percent never hit that's 50, an amazing 000. stat and and then there's there's another uh I, I can't think of the exact stat but most never even come close i think it's like the top two or three percent don't quote me on this one because i don't want to lie to you but like the hit hit a million dollars in revenue most never even come close to that so 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 you're doing this and then when you hit i never forget the first time i had a quarter million in a bank account <laughs> i got lazy I got lazy and, and I remember my coach at the time said, what do you, what do you, what do you like? It's great to celebrate the win. Yeah. But, th but this is the thing that people don't realize. This is why you need to get my book. The makings of a better mind is because we all have a financial set point. Right. And once you reach that financial set point, if your financial set point, mm -hmm. we'll just say is, 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 is $75,000, right? You left corporate America. Your, your, your job as a senior executive, you were making 75,000 or as a manager. Now you made a quarter million. Now your mind is telling you you've made three times as much money as you did the last 10 years in one year. Go on cruise control. 
And that's where the self-sabotage kicks in and people don't even realize it, Tom. So you got to be careful of who you're comparing yourself to. That's So I want to go back to something you said. You said the, the pillars or the foundation. What are some the main pillars that, that folks need to have in their life to have a good foundation? Well, we teach like what, so when you come to our makings of a millionaire mind bootcamp, we really talk about the six pillars of, of life and business, right? And, and it's one pillar is business. One pillar is finances because it's two different things, right? You can have the wrong money mindset and your business is going to suck. And I see that all the time, right? So it's, so you have a business pillar, you have a, a, a money pillar, right? Your finance pillar, you have your health pillar. Cause I think health is very important. You have your relational pillar and then you have your intellectual pillar and then you have your, your faith pillar, your God pillar. And those are the six pillars that you, that, that, that you need to be working on all of them. Right. Cause you can have the, you can have the faith, right. I, I know some people that are so spiritual and I can say this cause I'm a Christian, but they're too, they're, they're, they're too Christian, right? They, they, they expect God to do everything. It's like, no, you got to go out there. You got to till the land yourself. Sorry, That's buddy. Right. As right? the Bible says, without faith, without actions, you know, uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. There, but <laughs> and, and then you got people that, that, that have the faith part and they're doing well in revenue, but they're so miserable because they weigh 400 pounds and they're not in shape or they just, they're right. They're, right? they're just, the sex life isn't there. Cause that sex is part, right? I mean, I'm saying, I'm being honest, right? We're talking no, about you're being real. I appreciate that. And, yeah. and, uh, yeah. and, uh, right. So you're not as attractive to your spouse. Well, so that's missing out of that or your relationships, right? You're, you're, you you have a seven figure business. You're a seven figure businessman, but you're a five figure dad and you lost relationship yeah. with your kids. And I'm guilty of that, right? I mean, not guilty of that, but I, I that that's something that I experienced myself in. It. It's right. not a good thing. It's so not. there, so you got, and then the, the intellectual part, right? So many people have the potential to to write a book, and and when I, we started our our book publishing division of DG Publishing in 2021, I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it because I didn't know, right? I I knew, but I didn't know. And and when this lady said, "Hey, Daniel, I want you to do my book," I said, "No, you're going to work with my publisher." She goes, "No, I want you to do it. If not, I ain't going to do it." She said, God told me to work with you, but God was probing her to, to push me. And we did the first one. I was scared as crap. It came out amazing. Never look back. Now we've done over 50 book titles and we're, we're, we're growing. We have some of the best, um, just our, our, our team is so powerful. We do amazing work. And, um, and then the thing is, is that every pillar needs to be fed. Every pillar needs to be taken care of. And most people don't think that they have, right? I, I never thought I would have wrote in a book, um, the makings of a millionaire mind when this one is going to launch next, next January here in a couple of, uh, sales uh, accelerator. That was accelerator. That's going to, right. That's a sequel to the makings of a millionaire mind, but I would have never thought I'm going to be writing all these. I didn't want to write all these books. Right. And I wrote, when I wrote my first book, I say, that's it. I'm done. And then God says, no, do you have other people need what you have? And then when you realize like, wow, like I bring value. That you have, every one of us has six pillars that, that we can create something with. And maybe you're not a maybe you're not a business person, so maybe that pillar would be a career pillar for you. But we all have something with inside of us. So, do you co-author the books, or how, how do you come up? When you say how many books do you have you published, and then we say a book publishing division. What is that? Well, yeah. So, so we do book publishing. So here's one of our top authors, Ed Roberts. We just launched his book here a couple of months ago. Right, five thousand pre-orders, and that's our publishing house, DG Publishing. We do that. Awesome. So we do the interior, we do the exterior, we do everything for you. Formatting. And, and uh, here's another one that we did for a pasture. 
here out of Texas, um, wanted to share his story. And there's our logo right there, DG Publishing. And when, when I say we do the interior design, let me show you kind of what we do. This was a very successful multimillionaire out of Scottsdale area, leaving a legacy, Jeff Levain. His book was amazing, but he had to publish, but the, the work they did was crap. And I'm not trying to be mean, but I said, I said, Jeff, rule number one in, in, in book publishing, your book cover is your window display to the yep. world. Yep. So if your book cover stinks, ain't nobody going to buy your book. Right. You did the book cover and then he, he likes, right. He, he's a big subconscious guy. And uh, he just, right. So we put us, you know what, why do we put a little brain on every single, we did that for him. He loved it. So we do the interior design and we really take the interior design to the next level and awesome. really help our, our, so we do, so we do, we, we have our book publishing division where we do is a full, we're full blown. We do book cover, copy editing, interior design, ISBN, everything. And we do the Kindle paperback. And of course now we do the hard copy. So we do, we do everything. And I, and, and the thing is, I love it because it brings out the, I'm the one that comes out with the right. I help you get your title. I help you create your table of contents. And I never realized that I have a creativity for that because I never tapped into it before 2021. Really? I did it in other ways, but God says, you know how to do this. And I'll, I'll end with this one. Cause this one's a, right. The oh, lat the oh. Latin represents Jesus, God. Because the word of God says, let your lamp be a light to my feet. Correct. Will's son committed suicide. Oh, man. So when Sorry. he wrote a book, we put a ladder in every in every chapter just to kind of let him know that God was with them in every chapter. That's awesome. What is the, uh, you also had an international best-selling uh, book. Um, what book was that? So You Were Born to Fly was the first one that came out. Okay. This one sold worldwide. We, I mean, I still sell this book all over the place. <laughs> I, I still sell it. I mean, it's it's still, I mean, people love it. It was our first book, and but, you know, it, it has a lot of value. And this is the book that got me training the United States Air Force. So I hold it dear to my heart because I almost, right, so many times what happens in business, ladies and gentlemen, is you get an idea and you start a journey. And I'm being totally honest with your audience is that, you believe it in the beginning, but then once you start the process, imposter syndrome sets in and you'd be surprised, ladies and gentlemen, how many of you out there have a book in you or have a next level of business, but imposter syndrome sets in. I almost didn't do this book, Tom, because I started fighting with my original publisher. I started fighting with them and he goes, I'm not going to let you quit because hmm. I, I, I didn't see myself as an author deep down. Right. I wasn't, I wasn't embodying the identity. But You Were Born to Fly is a book on self-leadership and personal development. So when um, someone from the United States Air Force read it, that opened my door to train them. And that was my catapulting that God used to get me to where that next level of business at the time. And I never looked back. So imagine if I would have, if I would have never written that book, I would have never trained the United States Air Force. <laughs> my goodness. And then I see behind you, uh, Sticker Shock International Speaking Academy. Yes, uh, you speak from stages and alongside some uh, household names. Uh, so, what exactly is Sticker Shock Speaking Academy? So, when you come to the Sticker Shock Speaking Academy, we help you build a speaking business. Tom, so many aspiring speakers have a story they need to share. They 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 have the idea, but the problem is they approach it. They just want to be a speaker, and that's why many of them fail. And when you come to Sticker Shock, we give you the blueprint from A to B of how to build a speaking business, not just be a speaker. So it's a different approach. 
we record you, right? My, my big break came when I spoke at the United States Air Force, like I said, but the main thing I said, what, what was it about that video? It was a stage. They had an auditorium, right? I was on an actual stage and I had spoken on hotel carpets for many, many times, but it just, it didn't have the same effect. So when a video, when an event planner sees you speaking at a right on the floor to say it doesn't impress them, but when they see you on a stage, like when you come to sticker shock, we've invested thousands in our stage. We record you. We give you a professional raw footage speaker row of you. We give you optics, right? All the B-roll you want on stage, optics with the red carpet. All this is tangible. And then we give you video testimonials. But the main thing is we show you where to apply for these opportunities. How do I negotiate my honorarium? What does the speaker contract look like? We give you a speaking application that we know how to apply to these. So we really give you all the X's and O's, all the tangible and intangible wisdom that you need to build a speaking business. And a great example of that, we had Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard came, had gone to the NSA conference, and he learned a lot. He goes, I'm not going to go, Daniel. I'm good. His publisher said, no, you're going to go see Daniel. He said, I learned more at Sticker Shock, Daniel, than I did at that conference because you showed me how to build my business. Right? Because that's adding value. That's, that's, that's yeah. value add that someone else said validates what you're doing. You can't, you can't buy that. Yeah. And, and the thing is, this is that, is that he left from September to September, he made over $75,000 part-time speaking as a full-time school administrator. And those are the success stories that, that it's just incredible. So do your, so the, the sticker shock speaking Academy, do you teach them, um, how to, how to speak? Uh, what to say, you give them format, do you, do you coach them in the speaking or is that a skill set they already have to have in the topics and, or do you kind of pull that out? How, how does that work? We do both. So, so great question, right? So we do both. So our, 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 our audience, right? The attendees that come to sticker shock, our, our clients, they're, they can be beginners, advanced or intermediates. And they all learn because what happens is you come in a great example. Um, we coach a lot of Toastmasters because Toastmasters know how to speak but they don't know how to monetize their story. They, they, they're not making any money. Right. So, so one of actually one of our staff members was, a, was, was a client and he's learned so much that he goes, I want to help you because Toastmasters needs this. So we, so we actually have a, a, a DTM on staff. That was a great example. Do you think about that? A DTM. And for those that don't know, distinguished Toastmaster highest level out there, they didn't know how to monetize himself. And we were able to help him with that. He believed in the wow. concept so much that now he's part of, he's part of our team that teaches. And then we take people that don't know anything and we teach them the, the roadblocks from beginner. And so we work with everyone. And the main thing is this is when you come to sticker shock, it's really the experience that you get because we have the, the, the content is this, is that we're always, I, I believe I'm always growing. Right. Like I said, I'm, I'm investing in the coach all the time for myself. So my whole concept, my whole perception is always changing and people come back two or three times. We have to come back five times and they're like, it just, it, it, it's good. I, I, I learn every time I come and those wow. are the people that are growing. So our next sticker shock speaking Academy is March 8th and 9th. We'd love to have you here in San Antonio. We give you a professional speaker row. The speaker row is worth 3000 itself. That's included with your package, with your platinum package. And then the beautiful thing about it is a lot of people that come, they have amazing podcasts like success unlimited. So you cross pollinate and your brand just grows and explodes because now you're surrounded by speakers and many of them have a book, have a podcast. So it just, the relationships that have formed have produced hundreds of thousands of revenues for our attendees. And it's wow. Cause that's, it's, it, cause it's the people that you want to be around.
that's that's an amazing between the book publishing because then because on the one side a lot of folks one of the ways you can monetize speaking in business is one is the speaking fee but when you're speaking you also need something to sell which where the book comes in is that right yeah is that something you teach in in the academy well actually that's part of our book uh so a great example okay. let me show you so so what so with robert's book ed robert's book so really we call it B squared, right? Book to business. So, okay. so when we wrote his book, we wrote it with the intention of him being a speaker and a coach. So, so when, when, so I help you with the concept. So in return, this is going to turn into his coaching business, which is B squared, right? So we, we guide you through that. We show you how to turn this book into a workbook because mm -hmm. the content's already there. And it's just, it's amazing when, when you do that. So a great example is Rachel best. Um, how to leave your mark on the world. Her book was a book that came out. We wrote it with the intention of that being uh, her coaching. It turned into that. Then she said, you know what? I'm going to take it a step further. We launched her podcast last year and now she's getting the audience that she wants, but also hmm. potential clients and people that she can work with. So wow, that is awesome. So we call it B squared, right? Book to business. <laughs> so I want to go back to change the topic a little bit on you and, and the success unlimited uh, really revolves around learning about your journey, which we've done. I want to touch on how do you define your success and how do you achieved it? Well, that's easy, man. It's just my family. That's a, that's a no brainer. Like I've lived it where I had the Rolexes and the Corvettes and, without God and my family. And, and, uh, it's fun for a while, but after the fun wears off, like you feel empty and void. And, and I can tell you when, when my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2017, it was, a it was a second coming of come to Jesus, right? Like you either get it or you don't get it, Daniel. And for me, it's, it's like, I mean, I don't say this bragging, but I don't work 70 hours a week. I don't work 80 hours a week. I don't work 60 hours a week because God is my provider. God is my source. Right. And, and there's a there's a saying that I live by that one touch of God's favor is worth more time than, than a lifetime of labor. What does that look like? Right. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. One touch of God's favor is worth more than your lifetime of labor. So for me, I've given permission so to God. I've given permission to God. Not that I gave him permission in, in the root sense, but I, I said, God, this is my plan. You have permission to overlay your plan over my plan to interrupt my day. Yep. And every time that happens, I've learned not to get frustrated or upset. And because of my obedience and we'll just say, we'll just say Tom needs prayer today. I don't know. And I end up spending an hour with Tom because I rearranged my schedule. I didn't take that sales call. Right. I ignored that sales call. I said, you know what? I got to take care of this other thing, whatever it may be that appointment. Mm -hmm. Out of the blue, somebody calls me, says, Daniel, I spoke to you a year ago. I don't even remember the people. I'm ready to do that book. They pay 9,000 cash, but it comes out of obedience. Right. So instead of me chasing the success, I attract the success because I am the opportunity. Right. And I, I think that when, when you go through, go through your life and you have God's favor on, on your life, you also have to be willing to put everything you're working on, be sensitive to his spirit, listen to him, 
and, and focus on that. And a lot of folks, they get so busy, busy, busy doing, doing, doing the, the thing that they don't leave time for that. And so, I'm going to, I'm going to give you, a, I'm going to give you a million dollar hack. <laughs> and I, I can guarantee most of, most people won't do it. I, I, I ingrained this in my, in my clients because I have to tell them a thousand times, but I said, <laughs> but this is what I do. And, and Tom is, I say, okay, Holy spirit, what do I need to call today? I don't need a thousand leads coming in. I don't need a hundred leads coming in. I really, I don't even, I don't even, if you were to ask me, Tom, you would ask me, Daniel, how many leads do you get per day, per month? What's your closing ratio? I don't know. I really don't know. But I know that when somebody calls me, my fit, my closing ratio is over 50 to 60% because it's a divine appointment by God. And I don't need a hundred leads, right? I don't need to get a hundred leads to close five. Right. But we're, we're producing the revenue that most people only dream of because yeah. it's God's business. And as long as I'm obedient, it happens. That's awesome. What are, unless, uh, I want, I guess, last question. I like asking this question because it really gives, um, so if you could take one person to dinner, either from the past or in the, in the present, who would that be? And what would you, what would, what would you talk about? My mom, I would take my mom, my mom, I was 10 when my mom died. Oh. And I remember when I was a kid, we, we went to the airport. My, my grandpa flew her to old Roberts to pray for her. And uh, she always worried about me. And I would tell her, mom, God heard your prayers. God heard your prayers. You took care of me. Aside from my selfishness, from my own stupidity, every, every hole I put myself in, God took me out. So God heard your prayers, Mom. Wow. It's, uh, I, I can tell you that uh, I come from a long line of, folk, uh, I, I guess, Christians. My great-grandmother uh, in Lone Oak, Arkansas, she wore a two holes in, in, in the floorboards from spending time in prayer. And she had a, a Syracuse China, which was a maker of fine China, a mug that she had from Syracuse, New York. Um, she used to pray that, you know, God send uh, somebody to to Syracuse and, and minister to the people. And she would turn that coffee, co coffee cup over. Well, she prayed that. That was her, one of her favorite mugs. And she prayed that almost daily for years. Well, many, many years later. I think it was probably 81, 82, 1981, uh, My grandfather uh, went to Syracuse, New York, and started a church. The church is still there thriving today. And uh, it, it's just a, and so there's a, there's a, there is a power to, to, to prayer. And uh, my mom has spent <laughs> God knows how many hours <laughs> praying for me. I was, I was, I, I, I stressed her out probably more than any other of my siblings. <laughs> but I, I, I can't, I really appreciate you just being raw and being real. That's, um, that is uh, so touching. That's, you know, as, as, as a kid, when you lose your mom, she died of breast cancer. She was 37 years old, 37. That's so young. And, uh, Goodness. Oh. I remember I had so much anger. 
like right how come i don't have a mom or you know you just go through life and it's it's just it's just it is what it is but i wouldn't change what i've been through because that made me who i am today and you know but i know that god heard her prayers and god's hand has been over sure but and yeah. I, I i have to say that i love the fact you 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 weave your faith through your through your pod you know through your podcast through your your, your academy through your, your book publishing company and just it's part of who you are and i can't say i appreciate that enough so thank you for being that light well you're welcome tom and what a great time here with you today man i just uh, it's been awesome and you know i would like to we, we have some affirmations that we send out or quotes and um if, you, if your audience you want to text the word millionaire that's the word millionaire to 210 942-5059 that's 210-942-5059 text the word millionaire and uh you'll get on our on our quote text that we send out and millionaire affirmations and i would love to send you a, a pdf with our millionaire affirmations on there i'll do that for your audience and what, been, what is that number again you said 210 210-942-5059 5059 and it's the word millionaire and they'll get on our text. Is, is that right that's it yes sir okay and they'll get uh inspirational quotes millionaire hack quotes and millionaire affirmations and uh awesome. it's just um you know it's just it's all about giving back man and it's just yeah one thing that i like i said not that like and and I, I want your audience to understand this it's not that i don't work i mean but definitely when it's crunch time sometimes i'll stay up till eight or nine or we got a deadline you do what you got to do but there there's an ease that comes because the scripture that comes to mind is right the wealth of the lord has no sorrow hmm. and when you walk in the wealth of the lord and everything else just kind of falls in place and you don't have to kill yourself and do i get stressed out sometimes yeah i do when we have our i mean it's stuff happens right i mean it's it's the world you can't help it but it's a lot easier knowing that god is with you taking care of his business and i don't worry about a lot of things that i used to worry about that's awesome well daniel thank you so so much for your time sir we'll have to have you back soon all right well thank you for having me brother and please i want to encourage your audience go get a copy of our book the makings of a millionaire mind it's on amazon it's on audible people love the audible because we did a little hack on audible so go out there get your copy i guarantee you it's going to transform your life and follow me on social media, Daniel Gomez Inspires. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and then on, on LinkedIn. So, Tom, thank awesome. you so much, brother. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's interview. Every week, we release two new episodes. Remember to follow Success Unlimited's podcast wherever you listen. Thanks again for listening in. Yeah.